Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching, so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Locatora Radio. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosafem. Hola, hola, locamores. Welcome to season six of Locatora Radio, por Casteras Next Door. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella, which is just a very extra way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. Thanks for tuning in to Capitulo 126-126. Last time on Locatora Radio, we gave you our most annoying episode yet. Tune in to Capitulo 125 to hear us drone on incessantly about, well, everything. Today, we're being just a little more serious. On today's installment of Locatora Radio, we're bringing you a special edition of Latinas in Politics featuring candidate for State Assembly Elizabeth Alcantar. As your Porcasteras next door, we want to give our listeners freshly squeezed interviews with Latinas running for political office in our hometown, so you can be the most informed and well-hydrated voters possible this election cycle. 
So before we get into that interview, we want to share a little bit about Elizabeth Alcantar. She's an organizer, advocate, and leader who is focused on delivering for our communities. Elected to the Cudahy City Council in 2018, Elizabeth became the youngest and the first Latina to serve as mayor. After seeing a gap in representation for young women in Cudahy, Elizabeth filled Elizabeth filed to run for city council. In November of 2018, Elizabeth was elected to Cudahy City Council and consequently named vice mayor, making her the city's first Latina vice mayor. We're going to hear about her, her background, why she's running, why she ran back then, and really why she's the best person for the job, to be honest. Elizabeth Alcantar is running for state assembly for the 64th district, which includes Downey, Norwalk, Bell, Bell Gardens, Santa Fe Springs, La Mirada, Cudahy, La Habra, and a small sliver of Orange County. We know that a ton of our listeners live in this area, myself included, actually. So we're really excited to share this interview, and we hope you enjoy. Let us know what you think. Podcasteras Peligrosas. Okay, y'all. So I have the incredible honor of bringing on today's guest, Elizabeth Alcantar. Welcome to Locatora. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, so my name is Elizabeth Alcantar. I currently serve as the city of Cudahy's mayor now for the second time. Um, have served on the city council for the last four years and I always introduce myself as an advocate and organizer by heart and trade as well because that's just my background work. Incredible. And so just to, you know, get us started and diving into your background, you were the, when you were elected as mayor of Cudahy, you were the youngest and first Latina to be elected back then in 2018. So why did you run back then? And why are you running now? Sure. So when I was elected, I was 25 years old um, onto the Cudahy City Council. I was the first Latina elected since the year I was born. Um, so before then we hadn't had someone for 25 years, which I think is wild to think about when we live in a community that is 96% Latino, right? And considering that and having that as a background, um, that was definitely one of the factors that drove me to run. It was a council of all five men, all Latinos, but uh, when it comes down to what are the issues that matter for our community, I think women should also have a seat at that table. And for me, it was looking at the council and, and wanting to lobby them on certain issues and hearing back a no, where I, I really came to the realization that why am I lobbying them? Instead, I should be the one making those decisions. And so that's really what prompted me to run. I decided at a council meeting when I was upset with the, with the vote, um, that's when I decided to run. And, and I did, I'm very glad that I did. It put me on, on this path now of serving our community um, on the Cudahy City Council. And so that's essentially what also pushed me to run for assembly. Um, it's obviously a big step running from Cudahy City Council to state assembly, um, but it's something that I've, I've already learned so much about. Um, 
And then just in advocating for our community, I think that when it comes down to Cudahy and to Southeast Los Angeles, right? Because it's not just Cudahy, it's Bell, it's Bell Gardens, it's Downey, goes all the way out to La Habra. Um, our communities are more similar than, than not. And I think a lot of people think about Bell, Bell Gardens, Cudahy, and they're like largely immigrant, largely low income, largely renter. It's so different than like Santa Fe Springs or Norwalk. But the reality is that when you talk to folks over there, they feel very similarly. They feel like they don't have the resources. They feel like environmental issues are, are prevalent, like education issues, job issues. And so that's what prompted me to run. I think that despite being young, I'm 28, I have so much experience already and a really strong proven track record of actually getting results for our people. Thank you, Elizabeth, for laying all that out. You know, we've noticed that from AOC to you to Eunices Hernandez, there seems to be this wave of young Latinas, progressive Latinas running for political office across the country at different levels. And we're wondering if you have thoughts about what is contributing to this, uh, this rise in first time candidates or young candidates under 40, under 30 even, running for political office. It is the reason why we started our Latinas in Politics series here at Locatora Radio, which is, you know, why we're inviting you on the podcast today. And I'd love to hear if you have any of your own theories about what's kind of contributing to this. I mean, there's there's so many thoughts around this. One of them is frankly, and, and you know, when we talk about like young Latinas running for office, I, I don't think that we think of an older white guy as being the inspiration, but Frankly, for me, one of those pieces was Bernie Sanders. Um, he's an old white viejito, right? He'd be old Bernie. But I think hearing him talk about the issues that a lot of us care about, um, we're younger, the generational divide is huge. But the reality is that a lot of the issues he talked about are issues that I care about. And I think that when we decide to run as young Latinas, we start to talk about those same issues, right? Onises is doing amazing work around criminal justice reform and talking about those issues on the campaign trail, which frankly, I think many years ago, it would have been like political, you know, torture to do that and to talk about criminal justice reform. But the reality is that as we, as us millennials, and even as Gen Z comes into voting age, we get to start talking about the issues that we care about. Um, and so even though years ago, it would have been dangerous to talk about those issues, or you would have been marked as unelectable, we're able to do that now. I think the other thing is that frankly, yes, I'm young, I'm 28, I'm going to be turning 29 this year but I'm, I'm not that young anymore either. Like I have experience, I'm about to be 30. I went off to college, I've worked for many years now. Um, I worked for 10 years in different spheres. And, and frankly, I think a lot of us have worked multiple jobs at the same time. So I would say our experience is multifold. And so I think that there's all these different things that we have to consider. But the reality too, is that our life experiences have been so, um, I think so like elevated and, and so, uh, like marginalized that we have to pay attention to them. I grew up as a first Latina, first first uh, generation, you know, in our family to go to college. Um, I'm the oldest in our family uh, from our my brothers and sisters, which meant that it fell on me to translate documents, right? And that's a very common experience within our, our communities. But that also meant that I was not just translating mail, I was translating the rent increases. I was translating my dad's union contract. And those sort of things, whether you want them to or not, they politicize you and they, they force you to think about what does rent control look like? What does renter protections look like? What does workers protection look like? Why, why is my dad fighting for this union contract 
and it's not coming to his favor, right? Um, it forces you to do that. And I remember being a seven-year-old, eight-year-old, barely knowing any words, but you translate those documents. And so it starts to politicize you. And, and now I've had 20 plus years of politicization because of that. Thank you so much for providing that background and context. I think so many of our listeners can relate to like the first gen Latina experience. Um, and uh, that definitely grounds you. And, you know, you talked about rent control, but before we get into those topics, I wanted, I want to dive into your proven track record, right? In early 2020, um, an airplane made an emergency landing at LAX and dumped fuel all over Southeast Los Angeles, specifically your community. And it hit a school where children were playing outside. It caused a ton of health health issues. It was chaos, right? But you immediately jumped to hold Delta Airlines accountable. So what are some steps that you took to advocate for your community members? Um, and, and how has that really set you up to take on the state assembly now? Right, thank you. Um, yeah, so I just want to paint the picture here. Uh, January 7th of 2020 is when I became mayor. Uh, January 14th, so a week later, is when Delta dumped that 15,000 gallons of jet fuel on our community. And, and I also want to paint the picture that, that the pilot was asked several times, three times before he actually jettisoned and dropped the jet fuel over our city, whether he should be jettisoning the fuel. Um, he said, repeatedly said no. And when he did, it, it happened to be over Bell Gardens, Cudahy, Bell, Southgate, um, several other cities experienced it as well. But our Park Avenue Elementary School was the one that was most impacted. Kids were outside in the playground and what happened, they felt a drop of jet fuel onto their body. They looked up, their mouths are obviously probably open. And so that also fell into their mouths, it fell into their eyes, into their face. Um, and so initially they were told 48 hours and all the complications, the irritations, the skin rashes, uh, frankly, diarrhea will be gone. Uh, but the reality for our families was that it was not gone for weeks. Um, so immediately one of those first pushes was, A, we, we cannot lie to our people. We were being asked to say 48 hours, you'll be fine. Um, that was part of my work in saying, no, first off, we don't have that information. I refuse to lose that trust with our community. And I'm very glad that I did because when three days later we had our town hall, people were still experiencing these symptoms. And they looked to me and said, thank you for being honest with us that we don't know what the effects are. And thank you for putting this town hall together. That was the other thing. It was the only town hall that Delta showed up at. So it was the only one where people were able to speak directly to Delta and say, this is how you affected us. Because it wasn't just the skin irritations and the eye irritations, it was also the backyard gardens that people had planted for years. Because we don't know the effects of jet fuel after it's been burned, et cetera, they had to throw all that away. People that were walking in the community didn't feel safe. They look overhead and they see their airplanes passing by every few minutes, frankly. And that thought comes back into your head, frankly. It wasn't until a few weeks ago that I could speak about Delta and not, and not start to tear up because it was such a heavy topic for us. Um, and advocating for our community meant really being strong and meant counting on my friends, um, you know, my best friend Kimberly, some of my good friends, Oscar and Eddie, and, and relying on them and say, hey, I, I don't feel good about what they're asking me to say. What do you all think? And, and them having my back, I think, was really helpful. So having a strong support system meant that I could be that strong support system for our, fam our communities too. It also meant advocating for healthcare. We have a largely un um, undocumented community, a largely immigrant community. That also means they're largely uninsured. And so uh, we had to push on Delta to pay for healthcare. We had to push on our community 
to sign up for this and then to also go to like our federally qualified healthcare clinics to get service. And so it was a lot of moving pieces. Um, we, we moved them. I think that there's still more justice to be served, but um, you know, that's ongoing. Thank you for sharing uh, that background and that backstory into what it's like as a person, not also not just as a politician or someone who holds political office, because you live in the community that you you work, you know, so that personal side of things, I know that I appreciate hearing and I know our listeners, many of whom definitely live out there um, in your community also appreciate. And I'm wondering, it's an, it's an election year, you're running 2022. What is it that you're prioritizing uh, this time around in this campaign? Right. And I think when it comes to talking about our record, that's that's one of those pieces. I am the candidate that has the most regional advocacy experience. Um, and that leads to our top three priorities. One of those being environmental issues. We are a community that is largely impacted by our environmental injustice. Um, to our north, we had Exide for decades polluting our communities. And frankly, environmental justice advocates were sounding the alarms for years and for the, all those decades and largely ignored. Um, very grateful that we had then politicians also at, at the county level, supervisors, police, that really listened uh, to these advocates and was able to push with them uh, many years back. Um, but we still have several issues. We have highways, we have refineries, we have rendering plants every single morning. You wake up at six in the morning, you're going to smell just a terrible odor of animal carcass because rendering plants are not following their rules. Um, and so that's part of the work that we do on the air quality management district, right? And that's a regional advocacy work as well. Um, but it also comes down to things like housing. We are in a housing crisis and it's housing affordability, housing development and homelessness crisis. And there's three different pockets of, of issues that we have to target. It means ensuring that our tenants and frankly our homeowners that have mortgages are also protected, but that also um, that we're developing housing and housing that's affordable to our communities. I, I think I always differentiate between like capital AH affordable housing and housing that is affordable. And that's really important to, to note. Um, and then of course, homelessness and addressing services and ensuring that folks have access to housing that is again, affordable to them and that is actually helpful to them. Um, if we're building communities in, in these tiny home villages then we should also have resources there too. Um, and then the last piece, of course, we wanna make sure that we have good quality jobs that involves bringing in our, our labor unions. It includes bringing in the environmental justice space and having them discuss like, how do we how do we get there where we have a healthy environment and a healthy home as well? Thank you so much, Liz, for all of that. You are definitely a candidate for the people. You are a local girl, a local candidate. We support you 1000%. And just to highlight some of the amazing endorsements that you've received, um, you are definitely the union candidate. You have been endorsed by a ton of unions. You've been endorsed by the LA Times, CBE, and also a ton of local officials, former and currently elected. And that obviously speaks to your track record, to your values. So tell us a little bit to wrap up about all these amazing endorsements and really like what that means for you and for your community. Right. Uh, I think, frankly, when we first entered the race, I was I was warned by a lot of people like, hey, if you're not cutting it, you, you might want to think about dropping out. And I think part of it is because folks didn't take us seriously at first. You're 28. You're from Cudahy. You're from a small city. What do you have 
in this game, right? Um, but what we have is people power, what we have is relationships, what we have is a record of organizing in our community. And that's where these endorsements came from, right? Um, I've been on picket lines with workers for many years, whether it's grocery workers or teachers or port truck drivers, et cetera. And part of that work is because of the issues that I frankly very much care about personally for my community. Every decision that I make, I think about our community and like, can I justify this to my neighbor? Can I justify this to this one resident that is very vocal about this certain issue? And that's how, for me, it really humanizes every single issue. It's not just policy on paper, but it's a real thing that's going to affect our communities. Um, and that's also why I've earned so much support from our labor unions, from our environmental justice advocates, from the LA Times most recently, um, and of course, pushing for more support. That's what's going to get folks out on the door. And so, uh, of course, we always welcome volunteers to knock on doors with us to make phone calls to tell their neighbors about this campaign. Elizabeth Alcantar for State Assembly. Thank you once again for taking time out of your very busy schedule and all your advocacy for your community, all of your work for coming on to Locatora Radio and speaking to our audience. Um, a lot of whom are definitely from LA County and surrounding areas um, and from Southeast LA. So thank you once again. And um, all of you go check out Elizabeth's campaign, check out her platform, make sure you're registered to vote. Absolutely. You can find us at elizabethalcantar.com. All my social media is at Liz from Sela. Thank you for having me. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. 
So visit bostonproper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper, wear it like no one else.